You're listening to The Lively Show, episode 186. Welcome to The Lively Show. I'm your host, Jess Lively, and this blogcast is designed to uplift, inspire, and add a little extra intention to your everyday. Hey guys, welcome to the show. As I'm recording this, it is now past midnight in London. I'm here in a flat in Chelsea, and I'm sitting here in the dark with a candle lit. It's kind of a dramatic way for me to record a show, to be honest. Typically, I record during the day, and I have lights on and all those sorts of things. But today's a little different, or tonight, I guess, or this morning, however you want to look at it. I've decided to do something different for this episode. My initial idea came from a listener who asked me to do a roundup of 10 things that I had learned in 2016. And I thought it sounded like a really great idea for the last episode of the year. However, as I was laying in bed, I was trying to fall asleep. And there's honestly a party going on in an apartment building near mine here in Chelsea. So falling asleep wasn't as easy. And I was laying in bed with my noise canceling headphones on trying to just fall asleep. And all of a sudden, I started to think about that episode and how I wasn't excited to do it. There was something about it that wasn't feeling right. And to be honest, the show in general, I've been having some interesting feelings around. So as I laid there and thought about that, all of a sudden, this blast from the past, it feels like a few years ago, honestly. Well, it was a few years ago, honestly. It feels like a few lifetimes ago as well. I did this post that came to mind, and I've completely not thought about it in a very long time, probably two years or so. I have not thought about this. But Way back in March of 2012, I had to look up the date since I had no idea when I had done it. That really does feel like a lifetime ago. I did this post on the blog back when I was blogging, far before The Lively Show ever became a reality, called Things I'm Afraid to Tell You. And I wrote it as a post because I had felt similarly to how I'm feeling now, like I wasn't feeling very connected to my blog and to the readers that I was writing to every day. And it's because there were things in the way. And I decided to share these things that I felt were in the way on the post back then. Little did I know a few months later, Easy from Creature Comforts would find it, as well as Aaron Lochner, which is super random right now because Aaron and I have connected in such a great way. And you've heard episodes with Aaron recently. And even I think there's going to be more to come in 2017 as well. So, so funny that she happened to be a part of that initial things I'm afraid to tell you sweep. So what ended up happening was, long story short, Easy and Aaron and many other bloggers took this little post that I wrote, took the concept of it, did it on their own blogs, and it created this wave across the internet. It went very far. Hundreds of bloggers decided to do these as well on these things I'm afraid to tell you. And it really was helpful for a lot of people to reveal things that they had been holding back from their audiences that were really just holding themselves back from sharing in a more authentic way. So tonight, as I was laying there in bed, thinking about all of these things that I've been feeling lately, I've realized that I think this might be a way for me to clear the air for myself and hopefully connect with you in a greater way and really move forward into 2017 as I want to feel about the show. Because right now I feel like there's this distance, there's this disconnect. And I think some of these things that I have been afraid to tell you are part of that. So I'm just going to level with you right now, share what they are in hopes that you guys have a greater understanding of where I'm coming from. I need to make sure I'm not looking for approval from this per se, but truly to just share so that I can feel aligned with what's true for me without the 
fear of external expectations weighing on me like it has been. So let's get started. So here are some of the things that I've been afraid to tell you lately. Number one is how much I am into consciousness and energy lately. Ever since April, when my friend Katie Dalebout of the Wellness Wonderland podcast told me about Abraham Hicks in an offhand comment at lunch one day, she just kind of mentioned that teacher. She asked if I ever had followed or listened to any of the teachings, and I had said no. I'd heard the name before, but never followed it. And so I went home that day, and I looked it up, and I was hooked. And I think it, for me, really explained a lot of why my life from last year in the fall until up until April of last year, that first six months of me being single, essentially, or right before being single and then after, why my life was going so well. And so once I realized, oh, this is why it's been going well, and here's how I can do that deliberately instead of falling into it almost by accident, I got very, very into that. And you've probably seen that shift on the show, but just to level with you guys, the truth is I've been into this stuff probably two to five hours a day since I've left in May. I have a lot of time focusing on anything that I want since I'm alone and traveling the world. I get to spend my time in the apartments I'm staying in and hotel rooms and on the airplanes and while I walk to different places instead of, you know, taking the transit or even if I am taking transit, I am consuming so much around the ideas of consciousness and energy. And I have found so much amazing results from that personally in my life. And I want to bring that more to you. And there's a part of me that's been scared to mention that because there's a part of me that feels like people won't keep up with it and that people aren't going to relate to it and they're not going to be interested in it. So I know that's not true for everyone. And so many people that I talk to, that's not the case. In fact, I don't really even think of anyone that I know that I've actually spoken to that it's not been somewhat interested in this. However, my level of fervor for it, I think, is something that I have felt scared to really get into with you guys. And at the same time, I know that's where I want to take the show because I want to help the people that resonate with this work as much as possible. And the things that I'm finding that help the most are these. These are the real foundational things that when these things click into place, all the other stuff that we could ever talk about flows freely. But this stuff is where it starts, or at least this is where I feel like it starts as far as I know right now. So that's something I've been afraid to tell you. Also, this goes into number two, is that I don't wanna focus on the things I used to talk about on the show. You guys have seen me go into the solo episodes this summer. Some of you probably loved that. Some of you probably wished for the interviews to be back. I know there's too many people, way too many people for me to please everyone, and I haven't really tried to, but at the same time that I haven't tried to and I keep going with as much as I can in alignment with what feels right for me, now that I'm intermixing the solo episodes and the interviews, it has been this kind of murky land in terms of figuring out what I'm going to share each week and why and and how and how that's all going to play out. So yeah, thinking back to the different seasons of the show, it's not even just different seasons. There's different focuses. You can probably tell in my own life how much has changed for me personally. That's been a reflection on the show. Also the guests and the subject matters that we've talked about. So yeah, there's this resistance to 
not giving you guys the things that some people may have loved so much that was kind of the bread and butter of the show in the past, but to really keep moving forward personally and bringing that growth here to the show too. So there's been this idea of not wanting to talk about business. That said, I think there are a few business owners every now and then that are into this consciousness and energy that I'm happy to share with. But when it comes to just checking off the, I've worked really hard and I've grinded out my life and I've really sacrificed a ton, that is not something Thing I'm resonating with whatsoever. And I know we've had many guests and stories of that on the show, but it's just not something that I'm looking to share in the future because I don't think that's the only way we can approach life. So though many people do approach life that way, I just don't think it's the only way. And so that's kind of been something to think about is not focusing on the businessy stuff or not focusing on things that maybe people would have enjoyed in the past or even the paths that I thought I would take with the show in the future before I left on this trip. In addition, I've been afraid that if I don't do the show, quote unquote, perfectly, that something bad will happen. And I know this is kind of a very general and hazy fear, really. Like, what is the show perfectly? What is the bad thing that will happen? I don't know, but I know my ego has some shadowy fears around that. And like I said, there are way too many people listening to the show for me to please everyone. I know that ultimately I don't really go away from my own alignment as much as I possibly can and my own intuition on this. So as much as I, I think this one maybe is even to say that like maybe it's the fact that I'm still actually doing the show with alignment as much as I can. And yet at the same time, I'm having the fear of my ego along the way about the repercussions of that. Has anything bad happened? Not whatsoever. In fact, that the show is going better than ever in so many ways. So it's not necessarily a reality fear, but it is something that my ego thinks about at the times. It's something that I've been afraid about, and it makes me sometimes scared when I start to record for you guys. It makes me not want to. It makes me want to push it off. It makes it harder to get into alignment, this fear. And I think by like I said, I'm hoping that by sharing this with you now, I'm releasing this fear. I'm popping the blister, if you will. So all of this stuff will go away and I'll be able to feel like I can be myself with you guys. I can go into the weird, wacky consciousness energy stuff that I really want to share. And I hope that those who enjoy it will continue listening. And if you don't like this stuff anymore, I totally get it. I hope that the archives of the 180 plus episodes have served you well. I hope you go back to them whenever you need them in the future. And at the same time. I want to be able to feel close to you guys. I want to feel like I can make mistakes. Not that I will, and I don't even know what a mistake would even be, but I want to feel like I can do that. I want to feel like the show doesn't have to be perfect in order for it to help you. I want to feel like I don't have to have every single answer finalized in cement before I share it with you. I want to be able to write in pencil, if that makes sense, and be able to evolve with you as the show and myself continue to grow and and just to take you guys with me and to share this with you and hopefully have you share with me so we can go in this journey together. I also have been afraid to talk about how little I work compared to what I used to. My life and my work now is so different than it was before. I truly spend about 80% of my workday trying to get into alignment and I'm even trying to, but 
getting into alignment and then I spend about 20% of the time working. This is so opposite of how I used to do work in the past. A lot of it's because in part I've delegated the parts of this work that are not things that I necessarily have to do. We have a team of nine people. None of them are full time, but they're all very highly skilled at the aspects of the business that they do. So a lot of the stuff that used to take up time in the past is no longer on my plate in that way. But also, even when I was in the States and I was working and living in Ann Arbor, I would have a nine to five workday. I think in part because I felt it was expected a little bit of myself. I thought I had to action my way to success or to the things that I wanted in my life instead of using thought and energy and consciousness. And it's really interesting to see that I've really felt like I know so many people don't have that experience in their lives. So I've tried to stay away from that or kind of maybe even hide it. But the truth is there are days where I might do six to eight hours of work, maybe, but many, many more days. There are days where I am purely, I don't know, two to four hours of work, if that, days where I'm traveling and I'm not working at all. And at the same time that I say that, Like I said at the beginning, I've been spending two to five hours a day on consciousness and energy and understanding things at a deeper level that ultimately impact the ideas that I share here on the show. So that isn't necessarily true. And it's probably a limiting belief for me to say that because I enjoy that stuff so much that I don't consider it work doesn't mean that it's not actually impacting the work that I do and making the quality of the show for you guys really great. It's just It's just ego stuff saying that because I'm enjoying it and because it doesn't look like me being chained to email in my inbox 24-7 means that it's not work. Just because it's not draining and and life-sucking, if you will, that is not work. And I know that's not many people's experience. And I know that there's some guilt around that, which is unnecessary. I shouldn't necessarily have it. I have done the grind. I have put in the time. Not that that qualifies me to have this experience now. I don't think that's true. I think that's just the limiting beliefs I had in the past. And like I said, that's why I'm bringing this work here to the show now so that hopefully this approach can help you too to shift out of some of the limiting beliefs you may also have potentially around those things too. But it's just something that I wanted to share is I don't really work like I used to. I don't have any routine really whatsoever. The routines I have largely revolve around actually just getting into alignment and focusing on that, period. That's pretty much all I focus on. And to that end, I've also been afraid to tell you how much abundance I have financially. I know as a female in my 30s traveling the world, people are kind of like, how the hell does she make money? How is she funding this? Is someone else funding her? How is this happening? And the truth is I have worked in terms of a typical nine to five day job less than ever. And my business has doubled. And I think it doubled the year before that. So it has been incredible to see the abundance in my life financially flow as I focus on this consciousness and energy that I keep talking about. As I focus there, I don't have to leverage the hours I work to have that happen. This is why I want, again, to share this with you guys as well too, in terms of how you can do this yourself It is just something that I want to share. I do quite well. I'm amazed. I had no goals. I had no focus on this. In the past, I have strived so much harder 
than I have now. Now for me, it's all about energy and alignment and intuition and those things alone as much as possible. My ego will fall out of it all the time and I just work on getting back into alignment. Like I said, sometimes it can take 80% of the day to really get there. But when I do, that 20% of action that I take from that place is leveraged at a level that I never previously could sustain no matter how many hours I was working. And that's the thing that I really want to share with you guys going forward. The truth is I'm doing very, very well financially. People ask how I save money and do this on a budget while I'm traveling. And the truth is I'm not doing this on a budget. I'm not saving tons of money. In fact, I'm actually spending more money than ever. And that's the truth. And I feel really good about it. And at the same time, my ego is scared to admit this to you because I know this isn't everyone's situation. But like I said, this is again, going back to this whole reason of why I want to share this on the show going forward, the things that are working for me so they can hopefully help you as well if they resonate. But yes, I'm doing very well. I'm extremely blessed. I'm extremely appreciative and I'm so excited to see what unfolds. And I really want to make sure I don't have any more future limiting beliefs about what I deserve or what I'm capable of. I see so many guys out there in the online business world, especially make tons and tons of money. And I applaud them. I feel no weirdness around them doing it. I feel inspired by them in some ways. But then when it comes to me actually having it, there's this double standard that I'm looking to overcome. So yeah, the truth is I'm not doing this on a budget. I am very appreciative. I'm very financially in a great place. And it's not based on anything other than being in alignment truly, because I'm not really selling anything, even when we do the class or, you know, that kind of thing. If you might even wonder how the abundance is flowing, because people always ask that too. 20% of the revenue is the show and 80% of the revenue is the class. And I love it because in the class, I love the work that I get to do. And I never tell anyone that they should join the class. I don't even sell the class. I just ask if it aligns with your intuition and you join if you think it does. And out of that has all of this abundance flowed. And yeah, that's the truth. That's the truth. And hopefully that is uplifting to you instead of something to feel anything negative about because I want this for you. I want to help you have alignment too. I want you to have flow too. It doesn't mean it's going to look like my life. That doesn't need to happen because it's your own path to follow. But I really want to help you to find all of this abundance that is within your own life as well. In addition, I've been afraid to tell you guys how great Mr. Lively is as a part of my life. Part of me has wanted to not talk about that because I am dating and I don't want guys to be weirded out by the fact that I'm still really great friends with my ex. But the truth is, I don't even see him as an ex, but just as this wonderful person in my life, he is working on the new website that's going live soon. That's something I haven't told you guys about yet, but we have the beautiful new website coming live and Mr. Lively has coded it. And I'm so appreciative of him being in my life and taking such great care of Franklin. And it's something that I haven't really talked a lot about because I haven't wanted guys that I date to feel intimidated or weird about that. But that's also the truth. In addition, on the subject of family, I want to share that I've been afraid. I haven't really talked about it much. And thank you guys so much for not bringing it up too much. But how hard it was giving Ellie to my neighbors. That was really sad. For those that don't know, I had two dogs with Mr. Lively, Franklin and Ellie. Franklin is Ben Franklin and Ellie is Eleanor Roosevelt. And when we split, Mr. Lively took Franklin and I had Ellie and Ellie was this wonderful angel in my life that came into my life for a year and we rescued her in April and 
we split up in September and then Ellie was with me until this trip. And it's really funny because when I met my neighbors next door in Ann Arbor, one of the first things they told me is that they had just gotten a new dog who is a Jack Russell and Ellie is probably a mix of a Jack Russell as well. And that they had wanted to get their dog another dog. They wanted a sister for their dog. And little did I know that when we started doing our little swaps as we each vacationed extensively throughout the months to come that eventually when I left on my trip, they, no questions asked, asked to watch Ellie for the summer. And then as I continued to go on this trip and talk to my intuition and realize that my intuition was not telling me to go back to a house in a yard, which would be the right thing for Ellie. It was telling me to love her with all my heart. And I knew that loving her with all my heart meant doing what was right for her and recognizing that Ellie, Ellie loves love. She loves loving. And it was so hard for me to realize, and it's so true at the same time, that she doesn't have to love me. She just loves loving. And as long as she has someone to love and people that love her and she's in a good place, that is what's best for her. Her being shuffled back and forth from places that I'm trying to keep her while I'm traveling was not right for her. And me moving back and having a house and a yard for her was not right for me. And to recognize that her loving is not impeded by my not being there was really hard and true. And yeah, that's been the hardest part of this whole thing. As much as things have been wonderful, and they have, and this is not the end of the world. This is not like this is the bad thing that outweighs, you know, all the good by any means. But this has been the most difficult part of it because Ellie doesn't understand what happened. And I just have to think and pray for her and just recognize that Ellie loves love and loving her with all my heart and giving her the best life that I could. And it did not mean me going against my own intuition in the process. In addition, my ego has had a hard time with dating. Oh man, that has been such an interesting thing this year. I have at different points felt very differently. I'm in a better place than ever around dating. And I've gotten some amazing data collecting as I have dated across the world and met so many people and had so many wonderful men come into my life in big or small ways, whichever way it comes, like if it's just a small conversation or dating them for a few weeks or months, you know, whatever it is, it has been interesting because as great as this situation is, it will be wonderful to share it with someone new who hopefully can enjoy and appreciate and come along for the ride or is already on the ride to themselves. I'm not really sure what my next relationship will look like, but my ego has had a hard time with the dating thing. And it's something that it's thought and focused on a lot. It's one of the things that can take me out of alignment when my ego is thinking about how it wants that and it doesn't have it yet. And it's not the end of the world now. It's just something that I haven't really talked a lot about. Again, because I know guys that I date could be end up listening to this show eventually. So I have not really wanted to touch on these subjects, but that's the truth. And then last but not least, I know that I just kind of talked about the Ellie thing and that was really hard, but the truth is I've also been afraid in a lot of ways to tell you guys how wonderful my life really is. I think you can get an idea that there are pretty pictures on Instagram and you can hear in my voice, I think people were so surprised after the divorce that, you know, I didn't have this like lull. I had a high moment in my life before it ended and it only continued to go up from there. There was not really a down. There was no pendulum swing to this negative place. It's only continued to get better and better, even while the other difficulties still exist. The reality is I have an incredible life that I 
have to pinch myself with sometimes. And there's a part of me that feels this is all I can handle. This is all I can bear. And anything beyond this isn't something I'm worthy of, I guess, is what comes to mind. And I think in part, I feel that way because I'm afraid that what it will look like for you will not be relatable. And I've always felt like I was always someone that was relatable. I started my business with $700. I made $25,000 a year for the first few years. Sure, I got to write off stuff, so I technically made more money than that. But you know, when I was paying taxes and realizing I could have made more money working at McDonald's, <laughs> or at least paid more taxes working at McDonald's for the first few years, and then you know, building up successful businesses to only start again when my intuition to told me to start a new one, I was always kind of turning away money, and I was always kind of not where I wanted to be yet for so long. And so I always felt like there was this reason that my life was relatable or or sometimes like even harder in some ways than other people's. Now, obviously that's a relative term, but from the people I knew in my life, I always kind of felt a little bit like I had some really cool benefits from being my own boss and, you know, going through as a self-employed person. But at the same time in my 20s, there was so much that I didn't have compared to peers that I knew that went to school with me, for example, and that kind of thing. That now that my life is so abundantly compensated with freedom, finances, and health and alignment. There's a part of me that feels like if I really tell you guys that and I really live that and I really shine that out there, that it's going to turn people away. And maybe it will for people that can't relate to that. And I know at the same time that I am so inspired by people that I see that have incredible lives and just shows me what's possible for me too if and when it's a part of my alignment as well. And my own intuition wants that for me. And yeah, there is this weird, weird part of me that's been afraid to share that. And I don't want to say that as like a humble brag or something. That's not really the point. Look at my egos. Even as I'm saying this to you guys, it's sitting here in my head telling me these things. So you guys always know that I say that the Just because we have guidance of our intuition doesn't necessarily mean the ego is going to go away. It means that we take action even with the ego still there. That's what I'm doing right now with you. I'm sharing how wonderful my life is and my ego is saying, even to the point that this is something I'm afraid of already, but saying now they're going to think this. It's still there. I'm still working on it. I'm still progress. And at the same time, Santosha style, my life is super, super wonderful and I think that's really what it is. My life is going incredibly well, and I deeply, deeply, deeply credit it to this consciousness and energy stuff, this flow with intention class that I'm going to launch with you guys next year, or actually in just a few weeks because it's happening in January. I cannot wait to share this with you guys because I want nothing more than to share this approach with you. Not that you're going to have my same life, but that if you can tap into the feelings, the experiences, the emotions, and The results that follow all of those things, when you have that flow, I've been doing this work for 12 years, guys. I can tell you that this year has been unlike any before, and I want to help you experience and tap into this in a greater way yourselves. 
So I cannot wait to share that with you guys. But in the meantime, I really just want you guys to know of this stuff, hopefully because it helps you feel closer to me. I definitely know it helps me feel closer to you. And if this resonates with you, I cannot wait to see you here on the show in the weeks and months to come and the years to come, hopefully as well. And if it doesn't resonate with you, that's wonderful too. Please find alignment with whatever you're consuming in your lives. If it's happy and helping you, if it's bringing you joy, continue it. And if it's not, allow it to go. Allow it to go and flow somewhere new. I think that's really a really wonderful thing for me to share is obviously you can do that. But I just think even just giving myself the permission to say that and to say that to you guys just means a lot to me. So thank you so much for listening today. I hope that this is something that in some way helps you understand me more or in some way even resonates with you. I'm not sure how it could or will, but I know that the things I'm afraid to tell you from the post in the past was really something that people resonated with and maybe this will be for you. If you want, just like that happened with that random movement that started years ago, feel free to try your own at this. If you want to write a blog post or if you want to write an Instagram post or Snapchat, whatever you feel like, if you want to share the things that are on your mind, that maybe things you've been afraid to share as well, feel free to do so. Feel no obligation whatsoever, but just know that it's there for you. I know it was a really positive thing for myself in the past and others as well. And again, thank you so much for listening. I love you so much and I feel so much better getting this stuff off my chest. I hope that it helps you. And like I said, I'm so excited to continue to serve you in these ways going forward. Thank you very, very much. Thank you guys so much for listening. Already just airing that and just getting that out there helps me feel so much better about everything that I just shared. It's really like one of those scenarios of when you shine the light on the darkness, the darkness can't survive. Just knowing this is going out to you already makes me feel a million times better. It's sometimes that vulnerability that you need to let go of the fear that was hiding behind it in the first place. And then the vulnerability truly becomes a strength. So thank you guys so much. I'm already feeling a million times better and just ready to go into 2017, really sharing my light with you. You guys, my life is amazing. And I really, like I said, have been afraid to talk about how good it really is, but that's not doing you any service. I cannot wait to keep going with this, to share my light, to share my experience honestly and without hiding the good from you guys. In addition, I am just truly appreciative that you have followed this journey and been on this adventure with me, especially since May, as this has all unfolded in a totally new direction. I am going to continue to follow my intuition and try to find alignment in ways that will serve me and ultimately you as well. And I hope you do the same. I cannot wait to see what unfolds for you and for I in the next year to come. I think there's so much possibility and potential heading into 2017, and I cannot wait to share whatever I can find wherever I am in the world that may be able to help you in some way, big or small as well. Now, before I share where I'm headed to next in 2017, let's talk about today's sponsor, FreshBooks.com. FreshBooks is a sponsor that I have loved using since 2012 as a paid customer. I 
love this bookkeeping software. If you're a creative or a business owner and you need to keep track of your bookkeeping, please check out FreshBooks. I've been using them, as I mentioned in this episode, with Mr. Lively as he has coded the website. Because I need to pay him, he needs to track his hours for the development of the site. And FreshBooks allowed me to make a special login just for him. He can't see all of the books for the company, but he can go in and log in and track his time. I can see how many hours he's logged and then we can press the invoice button in a cinch and then it's all taken care of right from there. If you wanna give this a try yourself, you can go over to freshbooks.com backslash lively. And now for where I'm headed to next, I'm going to Australia starting January 3rd. I will land January 5th. I'm gonna be starting this whole trek in Sydney and potentially staying for up to two and a half months. I've been looking forward to a slower pace as I'm traveling, having a little bit more roots, if you could call it that, in one place at a time. And I'm really hoping that some places in Australia speak to me to have those roots. I know a lot of Australians are gonna be really excited about hearing about this. I'm excited to meet you too. I'll be having meetups as I go, probably in the bigger cities when I'm there for longer periods of time. So stay tuned on Instagram for details around that. And thank you guys so much for listening and following and coming along on this journey with me. I cannot wait to take you with me wherever 2017 has coming up for me in the flow. So thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I love you so much. I do believe there are wonderful things in store for you as you follow your own intuition in 2017 and beyond. And until next week, may something wonderful happen to you today. Today.